Thank you, Pastor. Uh, just one one correction on that. I'm I'm actually been have served for 50 years at Community Baptist South. Just to let you know. And if that's an inside joke, just ask around. We'll figure that one out. But uh, it's a great privilege to uh, be a part of this special occasion. Uh, it's a, it's a great to be with you because we have appreciated all that you have done for our ministry through the years. We're grateful for what you've done. And this particular brings a great joy for me because uh, I'm talking of people that I know and I love and respect greatly. The privilege of ordaining, I say, a servant to the ministry of the gospel of Christ. And certainly we've got one of those as we're working today. Now, just a reminder, since uh, there's so many scriptures that have to do with ordination and with the calling of an elder, an overseer. And so I, I want to make this basically a survey with a couple of comments because the word speaks for itself. The word I want you to keep in your mind as far as the, the privileges and responsibilities of Community Baptist is watchful. And the word that I want to challenge Matt, uh, which by the way means gift of God, which is just so special because a, an elder is a gift of God to the church, someone who is not only qualified, but he's also been one who has been called out and been given special giftedness. So I look at this as being something of someone who is a gifted man, who is, has a recognized gift, and he's set apart as a gift to the church to help you and your family become like Jesus Christ. Because that is the tenor and the push of the ministry of one that you would call out from among you to be an elder in this place. This is a great night because it doesn't happen often and probably has happened more in this place than any place that I can even remember for several years because with the uh, calling out of Ben Jaquo and then of course Matt Tracy, I had the great privilege of being on the ordination council for Sean Alexander and I had the opportunity to be on the council for Joe Fant. So I'm heavily invested in this place. You guys keep this thing right, if you will. Because honestly, it's, it's true. Every one of them, I say yes and amen. And I'm so glad they found a place of ministering. So the place that we're called to here is wonderful. Matt will do, by God's grace, a good job. And I think it's a tremendous idea for one who is working over the life of the, the fashioning of young people to Christ-likeness. I don't know in these days and time who better should know the words of God and be able to give them to people rightly. So it's a rare occasion usually, but uh, Matt and Heather's life and the life of the church is a happy occasion, uh, very definitely. It's, it's uncommon because of the investment and the time that it takes 
to make and mold a servant. You know, you give him the accountability and he's going to honor you by his faithfulness because he's already shown that. He's already proven that. I worked with him for many, many years and I want to say that this is a special joy in life to be able to put my commendation on the fact that he made me a happy authority. I have no regrets for having Matt as a part of a ministry team. And I know you found the same. Well, we're going to talk about the, the fact that God has just said outright that the foundational gifts that minister to the church, this is among them, a pastor teacher. And he gave some apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, some pastors and teachers. Why? For the perfecting of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying or building up of the body of Christ, of which we're a part here at Community. Till we all come in the unity of the faith, of the knowledge of the Son of God, unto a perfect man, which would mean a mature man, Unto the measure, I love this phrase, a measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. Many of you somewhere in your house have a plank or have some place where you measure the growth of your children. Uh, we were at an apple orchard the other day and, and they, they had a sign, take your picture here so next year when you come to buy a $40 half bushel of apples, you remember how much you've grown. Well, it didn't say all of that, but I'm, I'm kind of putting it in there. But I'm thinking, you know, it's pretty good to mark the growth of something. Do you know what we mark the growth of? Do you know the importance of why Matt Tracy is being called to this position? It's for you and I to be encouraged to mount a measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ that we look like Jesus Christ. So it's no doubt that God has put this in his plan, the edifying of the saints for the perfection or for the maturation into the image of Jesus Christ. Well, I said watchfulness is the word, but let me give you the words that I found in just the scriptures having to do with the privilege of the church and what he tells us to do. Here it is. Think, consider, remember, respect, keep them in your mind, don't ignore them, and esteem them. You see, there's a work for the church to do. As he is challenging us and teaching us to be able to teach others also, then what you and I are going to be involved in is appreciating and esteeming the fact that God has put special gifted people in our midst to be able to push us toward that goal and to teach us how to have that ministry in the lives of other people. In Hebrews 13, 7 and 8, it says this, Remember your leaders. Those who spoke to you the word of God. Consider the outcome of their way of life and imitate their faith. Well, now that, that's a mouthful right there. When you start saying that we are to consider and actually watch 
the fact that there's a growing Christian in our midst who has a grand desire to see you and your family successful by becoming more like Jesus Christ. Because it all points to, when we consider the end of the pastoral staff, when we consider the end of Matt Tracy, what we're after is to point to the one who is the same yesterday, is what it says in verse 18, and today, and forever. You see, Matt is to point you and I toward eternal things. There's nothing more important than establishing the fact that the one who's the captain of your salvation and your soul is the exact same yesterday, today, and forever. And it's wonderful if his servants can mimic that, can actually follow after that pattern. I want to be like Jesus Christ, the same yesterday, today, and forever, to honorably serve and to consider. So we're finding out that we've got Matt, in this particular passage, this is, for, this is for us to consider and watch and respect and esteem and to consider the end of such a lifestyle. Now, do you think that puts pressure on the guy that's getting that mantle put on him? I will tell you, being a fact, yes, it does. There is a pressure involved because now he is involved in a special work. He has been called out according to his giftedness to use those in such a, a faithful way. Well, the word of God says respect him. Esteem him highly. We ask you, brothers, respect those who labor among you and are over you in the Lord and admonish you. What does that mean, admonish? Place into your mind the words of God that will make you a successful servant for him. Esteem them very highly in love because of their work. I mentioned that for you and I it would be watchfulness and taking encouragement from the lives of the ones that God's called out. But for him, it's going to be the work that he's given him to do. And be at peace among yourselves. In 1 Timothy chapter 3 and verse 1, here's the challenge, Matt. Matt, the word says, the saying is trustworthy. If anyone aspires to the office of a deacon, excuse me, of an elder, an overseer, he desires a noble task. So implied in this is really hard work to the point of exhaustion. Now, we don't want him to neglect his family by any means. But the thing that God has asked him to do is very particularly an artist, an artist, hard work. One that takes a lot of energy. And one that takes a lot of concentration. So you feel free to appreciate him. You feel free to appreciate your pastors. Don't take a gift for granted because God has given gifts to Community Baptist Church. And these gifted ones, you can tell them thank you if you want to. You can give them a token. You can tell them and appreciate them and write them and do it often.
because they are accomplishing and are under a huge load, a task that God has given them to do. Respect the position. For many of you, Matt may be younger than you. Matt may be uh, in his years younger or in maybe in salvation. Many of you have been saved for many, many, many years. But respect the position that God has given. I can grant this. Most of us don't want to be a pastor. We don't want to be the overseer. But he aspires to it. And God has gifted him. And you have called him out. And so now we work together to attain a measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. These works really go to Matt as you think that he might even be one. But the scripture says he gets his living by the gospel. You know, that's an incredible thing. What a privilege. But that is also a responsibility to know that that God is taking that which he brings into his places of worship to be able to sustain him and his family. And that's a pressure. Not a bad one, but the accountability of having the privilege of making your living by the gospel. The laborer deserves his his wages. Now, Matt, you have taken up a vocation that's dependent on your character. And this is something that in as as it's mentioned in all of these, this passage, I'm not going to stop here simply because pastor is going through Titus chapters 1, 2, 3, and, and so we don't have to stop at the words. But let, let the gravity of what is being asked of this person. Remember that being an elder, an overseer, is, is actually a, a vocation of character. You can be accepted because of character, and you can be actually put away because of character. Therefore, an overseer must be above reproach, husband of one wife. I I would like to say a word for Heather. Uh, I had the privilege of performing their wedding. I am so glad that Matt has a willing and a wonderful compliment. She uh, basically was my brain when she was at the wilds and when she left my brain left with it I've often been sad about that but I'm certainly excited about the occasion that brought it if you want to hear a good story why don't you ask Heather about the kiss at her wedding that's all I will say and it won't be a long story I promise you but I'm so glad that that they are a team, and God has called them together to serve. The husband, a one-woman kind of man, which Matt certainly is, they adore each other. Sober-minded, self-controlled, respectable, hospitable. I was in their house today. Do you know their house has been designed to have people in it? I, I don't even think that they would have forgotten bedrooms they would have minded all that much but they've just got everything broken out to where everything is one big place to welcome the saints of God 
And we saw the same thing while they worked at the wilds. Their love for strangers, their love for their friends, for those that God has called them to serve. And so hospitable, able to teach, not a drunkard, not violent, but gentle, not quarrelsome, not a lover of money. He must manage his own household well, with all dignity, keeping his children submissive. How do you do that? How do you keep your children submissive? Well, this is actually a family vocation as well. The children are not officially called. But you know, by, by love, by admonition, by growing in the house, then you trust that as this man and this, this lady who are called to labor among you strive to humbly follow the teachings of Christ and have the attitude of Christ that the children say, I get it. I get it. This is the way of joy. This is the way of happiness. If someone does not know how to manage his own household, how will he care for God's church? And the answer is, he will have a terrible time, a tough time doing it. So you pray for Matt and Heather as parents because this is a critical part. If things aren't well at home, things aren't well anywhere. It's the way it is. And so he's taking on a huge vocation of character as well as the fact of assuming still all of his duties of, the, of being in the school and overseeing the school. But he is also responsible now for the spiritual growth and the teaching of how to teach others to help people grow spiritually. First Timothy chapter 3 and verses 6 and 7. He must not be a recent convert. Well, he's qualified in that. How did I meet Matt? I first of all heard of him. He worked at the wilds of the Rockies. We had had a crisis at camp, and we had a little problem. We had no one to cook the food. That's a problem. And it would be wherever you go as well. And so we were saying, what are we going to do? Well, Matt Tracy comes up, and even though he's, he's a counselor, he comes in, he steps right into the kitchen. Well, how much experience does he have? None, zero. Oh, okay. Uh, so he's going to cook our food. If he doesn't cook it well, then the campers are not going to come, and at least they're going to be very cranky. And so he jumps into that, and I was waiting for more reports about how dire the circumstance is. The reports never came. I remember talking with Matt at one point and saying, hey, you're, you're trained, you're, you're schooled as an educator. How is it that you end up taking the, uh, for some, as he came to the, to the wilds, 1,300, 1,500 people at a meal? How do you do, why do you do that? And he said, because it needed to be done to carry on the mission. And pretty simply, that's who he is. That's what is true of his character. And so he is not a recent convert. There has been 
much proving and testing in his life. Verse 7, moreover, he must be well thought of by outsiders so that he may not fall into disgrace and into the snare of the devil. Why is it that we don't look for someone who is really fresh off of the boat, you know, as so to speak, to be able to do this task? Well, because it's only after you've walked with God for many years, you recognize how far you've got to go. And I think Matt is one of the people that recognizes and realizes he's not a perfect man by any stretch. This is an incredible honor. But he also recognizes that with all God has done for him, the one task, the one attribute of God that he says most gives him comfort is the fact that God is in control of circumstances. And it'll be tested. He'll be tested more in this way. There is a danger, and he must work. Because it says not many of you should become teachers, my brothers. For you know that we who teach will be judged by greater strictness. For we all stumble in many ways. If anyone does not stumble in what he says, he is a perfect man. I know Matt as being a man who is gentle and not combative and not cantankerous and not so stubborn that he conveys with every issue the attitude of someone who is rock hard. Far from it. What he has done in his life is to be able to convey the gentleness of Christ because we know that that's what it says in God's word when it tells us that we need to have the spirit of the meekness of Christ as well as the humble mind of Christ and he does a greater strictness he gets this is one of my very very favorite passages of scripture because I used it with my kids a lot this speaks of ecclesiastical authorities, which is what we're dealing with here. Hebrews 13, 17. This is the word for you and I being under our pastoral authority. God does not give pastors all authority, but he does give them authority in their area of watchfulness and carefulness and growth. Obey them that have the rule over you and Rank yourself under them in humility, for they watch for your souls as they that must give account. This is probably the headiest, heaviest thing we could say to a, a Matt Tracy. Matt, as people are by an act of faith, humbly placing themselves under your authority, in the certain circumstances that you have the authority over them, that what is expected of you is that you watch for their souls. You know what that means? Chase away sleep. Chase away sleep. Don't you dare fall asleep, Matt Tracy, at the job of watching for the souls. This speaks of the point man in Vietnam, breaking the trail through the jungle, and the first bullet and the first mine is directed at him. 
And that's the way it is and should be with an overseer. They actually are in the place of catching the first bullets and taking those bullets for us. To be watchful for dangers around that we're not even aware of. So thanks to the Lord that he is going to watch for your souls because he must give an account. If he gives an account, and it's a good account of this obedience and submission and watching for the souls and also giving account, if he does a good job, it says this, that they may do it with joy and not with grief. Because if he's not successful, that is unprofitable for you. That's why I'm telling you, watch for him, esteem him, love him, consider him, put your mind on him from time to time. Be very careful to encourage him in the weight that God has given him to carry. It's a wonderful weight. It's a wonderful task, a wonderful work, but it is indeed a task. Well, when we think of this man and praying for him, just to say pray for his relationship with God, that it be fulfilled most importantly. He's recommended that that's what he would like to do. His relationships with people, pray for them. For when he connects with believers and unbelievers. For wisdom to be a godly husband and father. For wisdom to be an appropriate church leader. One that is apropos at all times. For strength to labor unto exhaustion, which is what the, the idea of work is many times. Uh, work in this particular place where God is putting. Pray that he has balance as a servant of Christ in his life and in his ministry. You know, it's hard to be part of volunteers sometimes because that's what we really all are. We're commanded. We want to be here. We need to be here. But if he's too much of a buddy to us, then authority will suffer. If he's too much of an authority, he'll seem like a dictator and unity will suffer. If he wants to know what's going on, he's nosy. If he doesn't know what's going on, he's aloof and standoffish. If no one tells him, by the way, of what's going on and what the need is, he will be ignorant because he can't come up with those things except by asking questions and observing. He's your partner to prepare you and your family for eternity. He is a partner that helps you move toward Christ-likeness and teach you how to bring others to Christ's likeness. If he's successful to edify and equip you, then you're going to be, and this church is going to be, even more successful for the cause of Christ. Let's pray. Your Father, we thank thee for the many scriptures you've placed side by side and one upon another that let us know that this is critical it's critical for the congregation that they consider and love and esteem. And it's critical for Matt that he be watchful, he be careful, and he be tied into you at all times and your love for him 
and your desire to use his giftedness to bring others to Christ. And I ask that you would bless this wonderful night that's given us another servant who is a gift himself to us and is a gifted one himself. We're grateful for what you've done in Christ's name.